Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. On a Monday, starting this week out just smashingly. But you know what? I had a, I had a, I had to second think this. I did. I did because of what's on right now. Is one of my favorites. Actually, got to say two of my favorites of all time. Someone who is considered a god up here in Wisconsin. Mr. Brett Favre. One of the greatest of all time. And not just in Green Bay, of all time in sports, in football. And he's guesting on, oh, hell, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin's straight up, whatever his show is called, straight up Steve Austin, I think is what it's called. So that was just starting as I was uh, getting into my office here and, Good old Mrs. J-Bone. She was like, do you want me to record this for you? And I was like, nah. And then I looked up at the screen and I was like, hmm, yeah, and second thought, yeah, you better record this because I don't watch a lot of the Steve Austin stuff just because it's not, I mean, he's still one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, but I don't watch a lot of his, like, reality-type shows, you know? Um but uh, but yeah, when you've you've got one of the greatest of all time with another greatest of all time, I mean, you really can't you really can't pass that up. So, so yeah, Mrs. J Bone grabbed the remote, recorded it for good old J Bone. So, how's everybody doing tonight? Cheers! Come on in. Lots to cover because we are on the road to WrestleMania. And they are just taking their sweet old time with the storytelling here. They are. Not complaining. Not complaining. And that's 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 all right. Who's who's all in here? Mark's in here. What is up? Later this week. Um, I got to double check what day we settled on because I forgot because J-Bone's just old and senile. But later this week, we're going to do some Impact Wrestling No Surrender uh, predictions. So keep an eye out for that. Mark's going to be joining me for that. My favorite nephew, Paul Nelson's in here. <clears throat> Zach Bonifer. Swag fan. HD in the hizzle. Zach says, smash and bash. That's a right. That's a right. That's a lovely, lovely profile pick there. The Lombardi trophy, if you will. Terrence Sullivan, what's good, man? What's good? RK Shuttlesworth, what is up, man?
Bry DB says, nice shirt. Thank you. It's one of the old Walmart specials. I couldn't pass this one up. This was, or no, where did I get this one? Oh, this one was Myers. Got this one at Myers. And it was a very similar one that I bought at Walmart too. That one had Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold on it. So yeah. <clears throat> had to get me some of those. J-Bone, are you covering NXT's Vengeance Day on Valentine's Day? No, probably not. I've I mean, I know they've got good stuff on there. I just I haven't covered any um let me quiet my phone down my apologies <clears throat> um <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> my goodness <clears throat> oh my goodness all these notifications get out of here all right um no, you know, I just, I haven't watched NXT in a long time. And I know there's good content on there. I just, um, probably not. I cover a, a, so much other stuff. Plus, I try to include my throwbacks and, uh, and of course, stuff on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. So, no, I mean, uh, if, if I hear about something specific, I may check it out. I have no clue what's going on. I mean, I know who's, like, big on those shows, but I <clears throat> I just really don't have the time. But thanks for asking. Um, R.K. Shuttlesworth says, oh, Matt Cardona did the call for buying his shirt today. I was wondering <clears throat> who was calling me from the U.S. when I checked my messages. Oh, that's very nice. That's cool that you got his shirt. Very cool. Very nice of him to call you across the pond, if you will. All right. So, yeah, we are on the road to WrestleMania. We're covering this Raw, Season 29, Episode 6. 29. My goodness. That's a lot of seasons. It really is. It's been around um, like two-thirds of my life. That's crazy. Longest-running show like ever as far as i know episodic pretty much <clears throat> just destroying a guinness book guinness book world records destroying k fabe is in the house what is up brother styles <clears throat> did bill ever get a call i don't know bill's been on the road lately we, he's <laughs> We haven't talked to him too much. He's been busy. He's been busy. Um, Lacey Evans thinks she's a modern-day Janet Jackson with the 
you nasties, LOL, says Terrence Sullivan. That's funny. I was actually listening to a little Janet Jackson the other day. Um, it popped up in some email of mine, and uh, they were advertising an anniversary of Control came out like 30-some years ago, a couple days ago. So, yeah, so I was actually listening to some of that and kind of bopping my head while I was checking out some stuff. So, um, <laughs> Styles says, not much, just got done devouring a triple whopper. Oh, dude, now you're making me drool over here, making me hungry for a whopper. So cruel. All right, let's dive into this. Bell's boy, what's up? All right. So, diving into this Raw, a couple weeks out of the Royal Rumble, did not think that Edge was going to show up. But they're playing the long game with this, and um, he does show up during the night. He shows up about halfway through the show, <clears throat> and just talking about, I'm going to just kind of talk about this for a bit, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to this back to the start of it. He talks about how he's going to wait till after the elimination chamber, wait till the dust settles from that and then make his decision, which is actually smart on his part, you know, and it keep just kind of keeps everyone on their edge, right? You know, keeps everybody ready, but they make a blockbuster announcement at the top of this show. Um, Adam Pierce introduces Shane McMahon. Now, I don't know why they brought out Shane McMahon. All he did really was put over Adam Pierce. I don't know if this is going to lead to something else. It was a little, I mean, it's great to see Shane. It looks like he's in great shape, you know. Um, I don't remember when was the last time we saw him. It's been a while. It's been a minute, you know. Um, someone remind me, like, when's the last time he showed up? Because I was away from WWE for a while. Um, oh, great song, Terrence. Pleasure Principle by uh, Janet Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being glued to my TV as a little kid or teenager. I think it was teenager or preteen, but something like that. Whenever that came out, I forget. Raw Underground. Was it Raw Underground? Or the demise of Raw Underground, if you will? Paul says six to eight months. All right. I'll, I'll, you know what? That sounds about right. Honestly, that does sound about right. So, um, So, yeah, uh, so he comes out and then just kind of throws it to Adam, throws it back to Adam Pierce and says that Drew McIntyre, two Sundays from now, will be defending his WWE championship in the Elimination Chamber against five other individuals. 
um, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, The Miz, and Sheamus. Now, this really kind of threw things off because uh, McIntyre assumed later on in the show, he's talking to Anna Pierce. He's like, I thought I was going to get uh, Sheamus. Um, I don't know. McIntyre actually is talking to Shane McMahon later in the show, just a little bit later before he leaves. Um, he's like, uh, it's like, I thought I was getting Sheamus. Now I'm, now I'm defending it against several other, other people. Well, alrighty then. So, um, <laughs> Terrence Sullivan, he was, he was with the wannabe TNA dancers. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, what a horrible memory of Raw Underground. Yeah, that just was not good. Not good at all. It's bad enough you stole it from someone else's concept and then just made trash out of it. You know? Crazy. So, um, most people will get what I'm talking about there. All right, so yeah, big announcement for Elimination Chamber, and and uh, you know what? If uh, if you've been, if you've been watching me for years, you know that Elimination Chamber is one of my favorite pay per views or events or matches. Uh, I love me some Elimination Chamber, and that goes back quite a few years. You know what? Fifteen. So 15 plus years. I'm trying to remember like how old that is. I know one of the first ones was back when uh, like Goldberg's first run. That was like one of the first ones, I think. 2002, 2003. <clears throat> so yeah, this goes back. Uh, the, the chamber goes back. And I know they e have evolved it over the years and it's understandable. Um. It doesn't look like this one is going to be like, didn't they do something where it was red or something? I don't think it's going to be red this time. I think it's going to be back to the black one. That's a guess. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, HD says, how's the Mountain Dew watermelon flavor? It's very good. It's just quickly becoming one of my new favorites, honestly. And I know I shouldn't be drinking soda, but damn, this stuff is tasty. It's a zero, so it's not, you know, it's not too bad. <clears throat> but I know there's all sorts of bad stuff in there, so whatever. So, yeah, I, I bought a I bought a 12-pack, one of the, you know, indulge in that a little bit won't have any more for a while probably after that we'll see until the next time i get taco bell and get some baja blast but honestly this is becoming a bigger favorite of mine than the baja it's it's damn good damn good <clears throat> terrence sullivan says yes indeed j-bone elimination chamber was a eric bischoff creation yeah yeah 
Zach Bonifers says mixed well with my booze last night. Oh, what did you mix with it? I'm just curious. Like just some vodka or something. Make a voodoo, right? Vodka, Mountain Dew. It's called a voodoo. It's pretty yummy. I haven't had one of those in a long time. All right, we continue. Now, uh, Styles comes out and kicks Adam Pierce out of the ring. It's just kind of funny. And uh, it jumps right into a Styles versus uh, Jeff Hardy match. And AJ Styles just dominates him. Just really dominates him. Takes him out. Classic limb work. Gets him with the calf crusher. Um, good match. But, man, just... Uh, just really dominates Jeff Hardy. But I mean, I, I enjoyed the match though. Cause it reminds me of their, their feud, Well, not really a feud, but they've had matches going all the way back to like 2004, 2005 ish. Great stuff. Great stuff. All the way back to the classic TNA does, uh, days. Uh, next we got new day. Uh, consisting of Kofi Kingston and, and Xavier Woods versus Retribution's T-Bar and Slapnuts. I had Slapjack, excuse me. Damn, I always screw that up. T-Bar and Slapjack. And, um, man, uh, Mustafa Ali at ringside just screaming the hair off his head. Um, crazy. Just uh, so angry at New Day and that they're still a thing. And, you know, trying to talk to his guys to, uh, you know, dominate the New Day. And they just cannot get it done. Cannot get it done. New Day wins here. And uh, Ali is just steaming mad by the end of this. Just screaming at his guys. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see like how long this lasts. Now, I wanna address something that got put out into the internet wrestling community, if you will. Um there's and I usually don't address rumors, but I'm just gonna throw this out there and see what the reaction of my audience is okay strictly for those purposes i'm i really neither for nor against this it, in fact if, if anything it's more confusing than anything okay um and i saw this from now this is not me knocking on wrestle talk but this is where i saw the information from okay so they put out a video, what was it, earlier this morning, I believe it was. And that was like when I was watching stuff on YouTube, just catching up on some some videos while I was eating my breakfast. And they put out a thing saying that uh, WWE is bringing back an old faction to face retribution at WrestleMania. And that... Um, and they played a video of, oh, God, now I can't even think of the guy's name. It's one of the former retribution, ah, former, excuse me, former uh, Nexus guys. And he spilled it on a pod, some podcast. I don't know. I never even heard of it. 
one of the former members spilled it and said, well, I'm probably not supposed to be saying this, but, uh, but uh, yeah, Nexus is going to be facing retribution at, retro, rest, at WrestleMania. Or he's going on and on about this. And I'm like, okay, number one, there's very few members of retribution that are A, left wrestling slash active in the ring right now. Very few. Wade Barrett has not been in a ring since I can't remember when. Um, last time, I mean, he's been doing announcing on NXT. Uh, and he before that he was doing announcing on what NWA. And then before that, he showed up in the season four finale of Lucha Underground. So he's done absolutely nothing physical with the exception of some movie roles. By the way, there is something on, um, it's either Amazon or Netflix. I saw him, it's called Fanged Up, where he's like battling vampires in like a prison setting or something. It looks, actually looks pretty good. I might check that out and review it. We'll see. Um, but he's come out with some okay movies. But um, I don't know who they're going to bring back. I mean, Ryback has had this nonstop thing against Vinnie Mac, constantly screaming negativity, you know, to like anybody that'll listen to him. I mean, I, I, I unsubbed from his channel because he's just ridiculous now. I mean, I wish he was just getting a ring. He said he was getting back in the ring. He's been saying this for a while now. He still hasn't shown up anywhere. I'd like him to show up somewhere, but whatever. You know, not like waiting either. Um, But I know he's had a lot of health issues too. I mean, he went down to... With South America a few times for a lot of stem cell stuff. Uh, that's been documented. Same place that uh, Ray Mysterio, Kevin Nash, uh, John Morrison, several others, Brian Cage, I believe, have all gone down to this same guy. So this guy's good. This guy's good. Um, man, yeah. <laughs> Had I known about this guy, man, I'd have made a GoFundMe and gone down there to the same guy myself. But obviously, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Instead of getting a double back fusion, my God. Crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't know who, who you would get. He let the, They let go of, um, uh, what, Curtis Axel? He's not employed anymore. And I'm trying to think who else. What Darewolf just signed again with Ring of Honor, I believe. I mean, there's Daniel Bryan. I don't know who you're going to get. Justin Gabriel, yeah. <clears throat> Mark says, I have zero desire to see Ryback in a ring event. I, I hear you. 
I hear you. I mean, I was a fan of his when he was like really on top of his game in the WWE, you know, they gave him that little push, but, um, Hey, critical stings in here. What's up? Code breakers here. DNA did it first. Like always. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Are you referring to uh, like a, a cage type match? I don't know. I don't know who who did that for. Are you, are you talking about like lockdown? I don't know which. I'd have to go look that up. I don't know what came first, lockdown or elimination chamber. I think elimin. I think elimination chamber came first. I'm not sure when the first lockdown was. I'd have to look. Paul asks, how big is Ray's son's future to you, Uncle? Um, he has a lot of potential. Uh, he's, he's improved since his inception in the WWE. I will say that. I just can't stand the storylines that the Mysterios are in right now, especially when they were doing the whole romance thing with uh, Aaliyah Mysterio and Murphy. Now Murphy hasn't even been around now and neither has Aaliyah. So I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm just so confused by this whole cheating to win thing that the Mysterios are doing now. I don't get it. I just really, really don't get it. He's got a great future. I mean, he's got a, he's surrounded by tremendous, you know, family, uh, trainers, everything, you know, <clears throat> the world is his oyster right now. So yeah, he's got a bright future. Darren Young. Thank you, RK. I could not think of the guy's name that I saw on that, uh, on Wrestle Talk, thank you. He's the guy that like spilled the beans. So I don't know. I mean, he's been wrestling for Ring of or for not Ring of Honor, um, New Japan. So I don't know if he signed, but he's been doing the uh, the the um, New Japan Strong shows, as far as I know. So I don't know if he's going back to WWE or they're trying to snatch him back up. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, I mean, you know, sound off in the chat. Do you want to see Retribution versus um, Nexus? I just don't know who you'd bring in for Nexus. You know, what is is Wade Barrett coming out of? I don't, I don't want to say retirement. I don't know if he ever actually officially retired from the ring. I know he was injured a lot, and then he was let go. Um, I mean, Daniel Bryan's fine. But I don't know who the heck else you'd bring back. Heath's gone. I can't think of who else there is. You're not going to have much of a Nexus reunion. So you have to have Wade Barrett. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Critical Sting says Tarver, Otunga. Skip Shef Sheffield. <laughs> David Otunga. I've completely forgot about David Otunga. He's 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 a lawyer. And they bring him back for like every once every five pay-per-views, right? 
they bring him back for like panels here and there. He's still on the roster page, I guess, for some strange reason. I don't know why. It's just weird. Tarver, he's been doing indies, I think, as far as I know. Fandango, he wasn't a part of that, was he? I don't think he was. I don't know. CM Punk. Oh, dear God. What about Mason Ryan? I, I saw the name of Mason Ryan being brought up here and there. I don't know why. Are they actually going to bring back Mason Ryan? CM, CM Punk. Would they actually bring back CM Punk versus Retribution? Yeah, they <laughs> No, you know what? I'm not even going to entertain that. I'm not going to no. I'm not going to get my hopes up. <clears throat> Damn it. I Damn it, Zach. <laughs> John Cena. No, no. John Cena's filming stuff up in Canada. There's no way. he's all, He already debunked all that. He's not coming back. Oh, Husky Harris. I completely forgot. See, it's been so long since we had Nexus. There were so many members. And it was it's just the whole NXT thing back then was just horrible. It's not what it is now at all. Back into 2012, 2011, whatever that was, it was so bad. So bad. Oh. Crazy. All right. Back to Raw. We've strayed enough. Um, Where the hell was I? Oh, yeah, Retribution. Yeah, they lost to New Day. And Ali's just furious at his boys. So, Keith Lee is back. But um, my, uh, my, Maya Yim is not back yet. Or what's her name? Reckoning. Now, I noticed something. Now, I don't know if they're going to change this. They, they call... The finisher of um, Damian Priest, The Reckoning. Now, are they going to keep the name of his finisher that and change uh, Yim's retribution name? Or are they just going to keep both Reckoning? It's kind of weird. Not going to overthink it. They'll probably change one of them. Who knows? <clears throat> Ezekiel Jackson. No, he was part of a different group. He was part of, what the hell group was that? Wade Barrett had like the counter to the Nexus called, the wasn't it called the Core or something? And he was part of that, I think. Oof. 
Wow, I just lost a lot of brain cells on that one. Jeez Louise. Germany Christmas. All right. Um, Lacey Evans versus Charlotte. Uh, not a great match. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, just uh, the communication between the two. I mean, there were some good moments in the match, but there was a couple awkward moments that was real start and stop-ish. You know, just like uh, they had to like communicate to each other. They had to double, triple think a couple things, and it just... Uh, <clears throat> Just uh, was not was not a fan of this match. Yeah, Maya Yim was diagnosed with COVID recently. Yes, that's true, Bell's boy. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, so that's why I said Keith Lee's back, but she's not back yet. So I mean, you know, I'm glad he's okay. Hopefully, she's not. Uh, hopefully, she's you know comes out of this. You know, you, you never know how bad it's going to hit you. I mean. There's some younger people that it's starting to affect now. It's starting to affect little kids. This this thing is evolving by the month. It's crazy. Wear your mask, folks. Don't mess around. Wear your damn mask. <clears throat> so, yes, Darren Young. Yes, we covered that. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. <laughs> Critical Sting says, why do I have a feeling that Taya is going to get dragged into this? Into this? Into what? What do you mean? Like, into this Ric Flair feud with his daughter? Is that what you're talking about? Or just, like, WWE in general? Explain yourself, Critical Sting. And you, you know you're upsetting Mark by that question. It's... <laughs> Critical Sting answers yes. Yes, which one? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so silly. The flare angle. The flare angle. Mm, no, I don't see that. <clears throat> I, I mean, that'd be... Mm, You mean, <laughs> Mark says, don't even put that shit out there into the universe. <laughs> See, I told you you're upsetting Mark. Um, I, like Taya and Lacey coming out with flair. Can I picture it? Wow. Strangely enough. I actually can't. Do I like it? No, but I can actually picture it because Taya has the big foofy robes just like Flair. She would oddly... Oh, damn it. Sorry, Mark. I can picture it. I can really actually picture it. Well, let me ask, let me ask my audience. What would you rather see? Would you rather see... I mean... Assuming she shows up in the WWE, honestly, I think it's just a matter of time. I'd rather see her in AEW, but I think she's going to join her hubby. 
Would you rather see her as a, a, a wrestler slash valet to John Morrison? Or would you rather see her something completely separate, like thrown into something like against Charlotte or something like that? Let me just sound off. You're not going to upset me. I'm just curious what you guys think. Mark's like, oh, my God, y'all need to stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's telling Sting to shut his yap. <laughs> He says he's joking, but he's not. All right, you guys behave. <laughs> Brian says something different for Taya. All right, all right. Bell's boy says Taya's going to Stanford Detention Center for a three-year contract with options. Okay. I think it was supposed to be two years with an option for a third. I think that's what, it's, I think that's what Dreamer said. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mark says, I shit you not. When I saw the Godfather at the Rumble, I was praying that Taya wasn't going to be one of his hoes. Our <laughs> uh, case says, Taya should face off against Charlotte. They can fight for who is the true queen. Ooh, I actually kind of like that. Kind of like that, not going to lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, and honestly, I think Taya dropped a little hint earlier today on her Twitter. Something about uh, no matter where she ends up in the universe, it's going to be okay. So, trying not to overthink that one, but I did see that earlier. So, we shall see. We shall see. No matter what, I'm I'm still gonna love her, no matter what she does, because she's still one of my favorite women wrestlers right now. Uh, so, yeah, Lacey Evans beats Charlotte because Charlotte just goes off. She's so frustrated. She's just furious at her father with this whole thing. I mean, Lacey Evans and, and her dad are just playing the serious mind games right now. Ric Flair turning on his daughter, this whole thing. I just... It is not my favorite storyline right now. I will say that. You know, I've seen Rick support Charlotte so much, and now I see this, and I'm just, oh, my God. Because I, I've i stated how I, I'm not a fan of Rick being out there in general. Like, he shouldn't be out there just with everything going on right now. I understand why, but uh, it's, uh, yeah. Not my favorite, but Mark says maybe she'll just leave wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I want to see her continue her business. Certainly, you know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Next, uh, Edge is out there, and I, I touched on this earlier. He talks about how he's going to wait till after the elimination chamber to see what uh, 
to see what he's going to decide about uh, WrestleMania, who he's going to face. I mean, I I think it's pretty much a given that he's going to face Roman, but I like what they're doing. It's not just such a given, you know. They're trying to tell a story, and if anybody's good with the whole manipulation and getting into the heads of others, it's Edge. It's old school Edge. And I, I think we forget that. But the promos he's been cutting since he won uh, the Royal Rumble are honestly classic Edge. They really are. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm glad they're not putting him in the elimination chamber. They're just kind of keeping him off to the side, you know, keeping him fresh. That's smart. Keep him healthy. You don't want to mess with this, you know. So, um, and then, uh, and then Miz comes out. He's trying to get into the head of Edge, saying that, well, no matter what you do, win or lose, I'll be right there, ready to cash in with my money in the brain, uh, money in the bank briefcase. And and Edge is like, well, you're giving away your whole plan. You're an idiot, you know. And um, this, that back and forth between those two is actually really enjoyable. So, you know, Miz trying to say, like, oh, I got the upper hand because I got the briefcase. And Edge is like, no, it's like I haven't even given away my plan, and you're giving away your whole thing. You're, you're, you're stupid for doing that. So, yeah, that was actually, that was actually cool. Um, so, Miz... Uh, Miz and Morrison were out there with Garza because next Garza Jr. Um, is going to face Damian Priest. Great match. Damian Priest comes off with the win here. Man, Damian Priest is just going to be a star. Just an absolute star. I'm loving Damian Priest. Um, it makes me wish that I paid a little more attention to him in NXT, but I did see some of his matches, you know, and I certainly paid attention to him when he was in ring of honor uh, a few years back. He was a star then too. I knew he was going to be huge. There was people back then like saying they wanted to see Damian priest versus the undertaker, you know, stuff like that. And that's, and that's, uh, that's, <laughs> That's a lot to put on this kid, but, um, you know, it's, the fans will say whatever, you know. How old is Damian Priest, asks, uh, asks RK. I don't know. Someone look that up for me, please. I'd appreciate it. Kurgelsting, anyone? I'm, I'm curious myself. I'm guessing 20s. Or maybe he's not as young as I think he is, but I think he's pretty young. But, man, this guy looks like a million bucks. He just... He's really something. And I love his finisher, the reckoning. It's good stuff. Um, it basically looks like Cody's finisher, but I'm not gonna like overthink it and criticize it. You know, I mean, you know, some similars are the same. You just got 
threw a different name on it. Critical Sting says he's pretty sure he's in his late 30s. Is he really? <clears throat> Bell's boy says Damian Priest is 37? No. No way. Are you serious? Wow. He don't look it. He was born in September 82, so he isn't that young. Wow, that's crazy. Wait, something doesn't add up there. Because I was born in 74, and I'm 47. 38. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that makes more sense. But that's crazy. I did not think he was that old. So he actually started in the WE when he was like in his mid-30s. Wow, that's wild. Hey, I, I still think he's going to be a star, nonetheless. Guy's great. Guess I can't call him a kid, eh? <laughs> it's like someone called me kid. I, I ain't no kid. Um, but yeah, love Damien Priest. Glad he's getting this opportunity. Good stuff. It's then announced that Asuka is going to be facing Lacey Evans at the Elimination Chamber because she beat Charlotte. She didn't really beat Charlotte, but she did win the match. So technically... On paper, she beat Charlotte. So so she is going to be facing. And they were kind of hinting at that during the match, too. They are like, well, if Lacey wins, she may get the opportunity, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she sure did. Lacey Evans during is uh, facing Asuka. Now, I'm sure that's going to lead to Charlotte versus Asuka, but we got to let them tell out the story. So we'll see what happens. Zach says he's two years older than Tommaso Ciampa. Wow. That's wild. Lacey kind of face Asuka. Critical thing says, bless her heart. <laughs> oh. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, I don't know about this whole Bad Bunny thing. Bad Bunny was out there with Damian Priest. I guess they're going to try to give him a match at WrestleMania because they saw the success that it brought with the whole Royal Rumble thing. Hey, if they throw him in like a tag match or something, I'm down. I mean, gosh, I've seen worse. We were talking about that. On uh, on TNI, like worst celebrity gimmick match thing, you know. I mean, we've seen some pretty bad ones throughout history. Whether it was an athlete or a celeb, and given given the fact that uh, Bad Bunny jumped off the top rope, did a perfect cross body, and 
two pros caught him. Looked great. Uh, give him a couple months. See if he can learn some stuff. I mean, make something last minute if he can do it. He's young. He looks athletic. Whatever. I, yeah. And yeah. And now, uh, yeah, Bell's Boy says little Bow Wow wants to join the WWE after uh, he drops his. Um, God, no, just no. And I was looking at pictures of Bow Wow and these articles that were coming out earlier today, and I was like, wow, when did when did little Bow Wow grow up? He's not little Bow Wow anymore. I remember when he was like this big, and they called him little Bow Wow because he was little Bow Wow. It's like calling new kids on the block the new kids on the block. They're not kids anymore. You know, they're 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 my age for crying out loud. They're creeping up into their 50s. They're not new kids. <laughs> Mark says LT versus Bam Bam. <laughs> I'd have to go back and watch that one. Was that one pretty horrible? Was that or was that pretty good? I don't remember. I know LT was really messed up back then. I know that much. He was all coked out of his mind from what I heard. Crazy. Terrence says, I think Lacey Evans beats Asuka at Elimination Chamber to set up Lacey versus Charlotte. Oh, could be. Could be. Critical Sting says, take it from me. Bow Wow is a laughing stock. All right. I will take your word for it. LT slash Bam Bam was awful. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I miss Bam Bam. Good stuff. Rest in peace. All right. What's next here? All right. Match of the night. Absolutely match of the night here. I absolutely love this one. Riddle versus Keith Lee. Folks, if you have not seen... The Evolve storyline, and I'm talking about like the indie Evolve, uh, co the company Evolve, back where uh, Keith Lee and uh, Riddle came from. Man, they had a great feud back, and this is back when I was watching Flow Slam, and I used to cover this stuff and watch it on a regular basis. It was so good. Oh, my goodness. So good. Um, and uh, so to see them get the opportunity to do this on this stage and just, just have this good of a match and just take their time with it and tell a story in the ring, man, I just uh, the only thing I could cri uh, criticize about this is I wanted it to go longer. But, man, Keith Lee gets a win here. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I love Riddle, too. Don't get me wrong. I love Riddle, but, man, I was so excited to see Keith Lee get this win. But then Lashley comes in, and he destroys both of them. So who knows? Who knows where this is going? I think I heard it announced. You know what? Let me double check. I think it was announced. 
let me double check this. I got a notification just as I was going live and I was getting rid of uh another title match added to Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Here we go. Is this it? Bobby, here we go. Bobby Lashley will now defend the United States title against Matt Riddle and Keith Lee in a triple threat match. Hell yeah. Nice. This is going to be an incredibly tough title defense for the CEO of the Hurt Business. Yeah, it is. All right, so here is the updated card for Elimination Chamber, and some of this stuff was just added. So, um, in fact, all of this was just added, honestly. So, United States title match, Bobby Lashley versus Riddle versus Keith Lee. You got the Raw Women's title match, Asuka versus Lacey Evans. And then you got the WWE title match, Drew McIntyre defending against uh, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, The Miz, and Sheamus inside of the Elimination Chamber. Man, that's getting pretty damn good in my opinion. I, I'm excited for that. I really am. Like I said, the, the Elimination Chamber event was one of my favorites. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about covering that. I, I really am. And I hope you guys are too. I know I joke about, yeah, J-Mone watches Raw, so you don't have to. But, um, man, I mean, it's it's been pretty good since the Rumble. I'm not going to lie. I was I was happy with this. It's, yeah, three hours, it's, uh, it's tough. It is tough for me to sit through. I'm not going to lie. But it's uh, it's keeping my interest. You know, I keep the caffeine going. I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> J-Bone's staying awake. Mark says I'm all in on that U.S. title match. Ah, oh, good, good. Says it's a good card so far. Ah, all right. So we're in agreement on that. That's good. So, all right. Mark calls Keith Lee a fucking supernova. I, he really is one of my favorites right now. I, I love watching him. I'm, I'm really glad he's, you know, win or lose, I'm glad he's getting this opportunity. He deserves it. Hey, he, and he may win it. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? Mark. <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> Have they announced a plan for pay-per-views after they move to the cock? No, I don't believe they have any plan for the uh, the the pay-per-views uh, being on the cock. No, I, I, I do not believe so. Uh, the only thing I've heard about it is that there is not a rewind feature on the cock. So if you're watching it live, it's it's all live on the cock. You, there's no pausing and going. You cannot rewind the cock. It's just you just play with the cock. That's it. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> There you go, Mark. I hope, I hope that entertained you with the uh, 
All right, what's next here? My goodness, we're coming up on an hour. Let's wrap this up. Um, table match. Oh, my God. Nia Jax just destroying Lana. And then uh, just by luck and timing, Lana beats Nia Jax in this table match and just, like, you know, puts her through a table. That, like, lifts her. Like, there's no way in hell she's going to lift her up and slam her through a table. It was more like a tackle your ass, put you through a table that's leaning up on an angle. Um, so, yeah, that actually made me happy. So, you want to talk about upset of the evening. That was it. Lana putting uh, Nia Jax through a table. That just blew my mind. And then uh, Naomi beat Shayna Baszler. I want to call that an upset, too, because Shayna Baszler's been just making chicks just tap out like crazy lately. Making them all tap out. <laughs> RK says you guys are having way too much fun with that. Oh, if you even if you even heard it on uh, TNI the other night. Oh, my God. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Critical state. You're going to have to refer to it as, I'm going to need you to refer to it as Peacock. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, you were there. I Were you? I guess. All right. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I was laughing so hard, I completely lost my mind. It's, I lost a few brain cells laughing so hard that night, I think. That was a crazy night, Sunday night. All right. Uh, and that was just last night. Was it last night? Or was that during the throwback? I forget. J-Bone does not remember. All right. We continue. So, yeah. Double whammy here. Lana beats Nia Jax and Naomi beats Shayna Baszler. Talk about an upset. My goodness. So I'm sure that's going to lead to a, a woman's tag title match uh, down the road relatively soon. Could be Elimination Chamber. Could be, could be during Raw. Who knows? But I'm sure it's coming. Mark, I can't even repeat that. My God. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Mark, you're horrible. I love you. I can't even repeat that because I'll get thrown off here. <laughs> Dear God. Main event time. Uh, Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. Um, I wasn't excited about this until I realized, you know, I mean, they, they promoted it pretty good. They said it was unfinished business and it's is all revolving around the elimination chamber now. Cause Randy Orton's also in there. So he gets another chance at this, you know, it's crazy. Um, so, Sheamus uh, tries to attack, which and then they throw out the match. But then Drew counters it with a Claymore. 
so yeah, it's uh, it's it's like the whole world is against Drew McIntyre right now. They are really, they are really uh, putting him in quite the spot on the uh, the road to WrestleMania, and you know. He's got to get through Elimination Chamber first. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking this. And I, I got to admit, um, with Drew McIntyre as champ, I was happy he was champ, but I wasn't, like, um, it wasn't, like, the be-all, end-all for me. Like, like oh, man, what's... You know, it's the it's it's best thing since sliced bread, you know. Drew McIntyre is WWE champion. And I'm finally, it, it took me a while to get excited about it. And I got to say, with this buildup and with the Elimination Chamber coming up and WrestleMania and everything, um, and it, I think it just depended on the feud, too. But I love this pay-per-view coming up, and uh, the odds are stacked against Drew McIntyre. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited about this. I, um, I'm not, like, jumping up and down saying, oh, God, he's got to win and stuff like that. I don't care who wins, honestly. But I'm I'm more on board with him as champ now, probably more than I was within the last year. So it's, it's uh, you know, I've been back and forth about it. Just like, yeah, I've been for it. And then other times I'd be like, ah, eh, it's just not my cup of tea. What else, what else is going on? You know? So, um, but yeah, it's been pretty good. He's been a good champ. I will say that. Yeah. Mark says props to Drew and Mox for carrying, uh, their shoes during the pandemic though. And Sheeta and Bailey. Yeah. I mean, just given the situation in wrestling in general, everyone's doing their best given the situation. So I'll give it to them for that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, since there's a two night WrestleMania, the WWE should have the hall of fame both nights for 2020 and 2021. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're saving 2020s to this year. I mean, I really have no idea what they're doing. They might be. I don't know. But I guess it's going to be in front of fans. So um, I don't. I don't think they're planning any other weekend activities, though. I don't think anything's going on. I could be wrong. They, you know, they might try to plan some kind of socially distance thing down in Florida for fans, you know, like a WrestleCon or whatever that's called. Gosh, it's been so long. It feels like I like forget what it's. I think that's what it is. But yeah. So who knows? Who knows? They've been doing their best, and they're all doing something different. That's the thing, you know, presentation-wise and just all that. So so that was tonight's Raw. Pretty pretty damn good. I, I certainly had some favorites in here. I, I did enjoy the Styles-Jeff Hardy match and uh, Damian Priest versus Garza, and, but my favorite out of all this was uh, Keith Lee versus Riddle. Shut up and take my money. That was amazing. I love that. 
So, uh, but yeah, give me your thoughts on this one. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Did you just listen to me and going to give it a grade off of that? Let me know. So <laughs> that's going to do it for this one. Uh, tomorrow night, Bill and I will be doing the watch along as we always do overnight. Other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. You can find us on the Twitch. We are not internationally blocked that's a great thing about our co-stream watch along you can see us the tni crew react and you can catch impact wrestling live no matter where you are in the world that's a great thing about it um and then immediately following that we'll uh we'll have the review the results and the review from impact wrestling and um Zach Bonifer, you're crazy. Uh, and then um, after that, Wednesday, come on back to smash this podcast for AEW stuff. You just hopscotch it all week. Back to Thursday for the throwback over on TNI and Friday back here, continuing the road to WrestleMania for SmackDown. Now, um, somewhere in there, Mark, please remind me. Um, any guest star on TNI tomorrow? We're going to find out tomorrow because they're doing tapings down there. And if we're going to find out, they're going to give us someone like last minute. We'll find out. So we, we are not sure yet. We're literally going to find out like right when you guys do. So <laughs> uh, a bit of a last minute one. We'll see. Uh, I wish it was. I wish it was something uh, a little better planned, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Terrence says he can't wait for uh impact tomorrow night yeah it should be a great show we are really looking forward to it uh <clears throat> things are we're gonna find out you know if tommy dreamer actually accepts the challenge from rich swan give him that opportunity to have that championship match on his birthday we'll find out tomorrow night um what else is going on mark and i are going to be doing predictions sometime later this week um For No Surrender coming up this Saturday. Can't wait for that. So, yeah, tomorrow night is the go home for that. Can't wait. And then uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I think we said, we're going to do predictions for No Surrender. Mark and I will be covering that. And then uh, someone from TNI, I'm sure, will jump in on that too. <clears throat> could be um, could be Trent. could be anyone. Who knows? Come on, come all from all the podcasts. So, uh, so yeah, that's the schedule for the week. It's a loaded one. Hope you guys are down for it all. Uh, I can't wait. I love a busy week. It uh, keeps me out of trouble. Keeps me uh, keeps me sane. So, so yeah. Uh, today was Daniel Spencer's birthday. No, I actually it was yesterday. 
I, I wished him it late last night. It was belated. So, so yeah, who knows? Maybe Kyle. Who knows? Maybe Kyle will be there. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, that's it for this one. On your way out, don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content. Mon yeah. Wow, it's I gotta come up with a better exit. When more of my content hits your screen. Also, don't forget the audio over on anchor.fm forward slash smashes podcast. Goes out all over the place. It's going out to places I didn't even realize. It's going out to uh, uh, Spotify, Apple, those are the big ones, Google, Overcast, uh, CastBox, uh, uh, just all these different ones. All these little ones are popping up on my, my anchor feed of where it's all going to. Uh, there's a bowl something. Bull, no, not BS. That's not what it's called. It's it's called Bull Something Audio. It's, um, I don't know. It's <laughs> no Zach, not under boob. Damn it. It's <laughs> yes, thank you, Zach. STP merch. Um, get you some too sweet wolf pack in the house. STP for life. Merch. The link is in the description. All this stuff just hit the shop the other night. You got mugs. You got tanks for working out. You got tees, long sleeve tees, and hoodies because, baby, it's cold outside. It's just shivered down to the bone. It's so cold outside. So, yeah, go get you some fresh STP merch. Hot off the press. Some people already are uh, already buying it. Great to see. Thank you for the support. Much love. We will see you Tuesday night for the watch along over on Total Nonstop Impact. Good night, folks. Much love.